What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. I hope everybody's having an incredible day today, Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, something of a revelation I have had. Very special episode today. Don't sleep on it, guys. Listen to every word. I share today because it could honestly be life-changing for you because it was for me. Um, I'm going to reveal some things today. This one thing that I'm going to reveal can literally destroy your connection to God and you're probably doing it right now. And I'm talking about when you stop doing this one thing, you stop engaging with this sort of alien technology that I'm going to share here in a little bit, um, you're going to find yourself deeply and truly connected to God. And I'm not talking about God in the Christian sense or the biblical sense, but God is in the universal purveyor, pervading all things in and through all things, the true God that we all desire to know. So this is gonna be a very revelatory episode. What is up, Missy? How are you doing? Truth That Travels, how are you, my friend? Love you guys, I miss you so much. What's up, Martin? How are you? Martin says, caught me on a lunch break. Synchronicity, that's what's up, man. Absolutely. Um, Moses asks me a question. Yo, quick question. What do you consider your current belief system to be? I am on the yogic path. So um, I am a devotee of Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, um, all of the ascended masters who all said the same thing to us. Um, I believe that all other things we experience from extraterrestrials to ghosts to goblins to fairies, um, UFOs, um, apparitions, all of those different things are what are considered tulpas or egregores. They are projections of the creator within us. Uh, whatever we agree to, whatever we pray upon, um, whatever we literally have that faith in becomes very, very real to us. Um, and not just to us, if other people around us agree to that, uh, then it becomes actually manifest, actually real within the matrix system or the Maya as the Hindu calls it. So. Uh, Moses says, oh, that makes sense. Thanks. I um, deconverted from Christianity a couple of years ago, so curiosity in my brain. Hey, absolutely, my friend. Um, in fact, I used to literally work within the Christian church for almost six, seven years almost. Um, I have been a devout Christian my whole life um, until about 2020 when I just literally told God, Creator, like, I don't even know what you are. I don't know who you are. I want truth. I want it deeply within me. And I don't care where I find it. And I'm willing to give up everything that I've worked for to find it. So I can start, and I quote, my life's work. And that's where I'm at, guys. I'm in my life's work right now. And I put a very poignant image behind me. I don't know if you can see it. This is Shiva, the incarnation uh, part of the Holy Trinity within Hinduism. Um, I met with God this weekend. Okay, God in all of his and her forms. Um, I met with Brahma, the creator, Vishnu, uh, the Lord of the universe or the preserver, and Shiva, the destroyer. And um, I completely enveloped myself in the ancient sound of Om. Um, and I want to tell you guys about that. Now, this is not some weird spiritual ritual we have to do. You don't have to be like, some you know guy wearing a robe walking around uh, the town square 
uh, and everybody's looking at you going, what's that guy chanting over there? This, this is the path for anybody that wants it, by the way. Uh, Ruby's Colorful World says, you look relaxed. I am so, guys, I can't tell you. Um, and, and the reason I named today's episode, um, this one thing can destroy your connection to God is because literally for the past year, this has been destroying my connection to God. Now, I found God in the middle of all of this. However, however, I didn't realize how absolutely destructive this one force is within our lives. And it's literally something that we all have right now. We all have access to. Everyone uses on a daily basis. And we don't even realize it's completely tearing apart our spiritual understanding. Um, and again, I want to reveal what that is today. Um, and I want to talk about how I discovered God this weekend. And, and again, the universal God. And I'm very, very much comfortable calling um, God, God again. For a while, I was like, you know, stay away from God, stay, stay away from Lord. Because uh, look at Lord in the Old Testament and what he did and everything. And I've come to a really weird place this weekend where I literally forgive that God for what it did. Because it's literally the people, the prophets, the ego of the prophets and the people... And I'm not picking on any one particular people. You can look into any different mythology, whether it's Sumerian mythology, whether it's Hebrew mythology, Egyptian mythology, it doesn't matter. There are egoic gods, gods of the flesh, lords of the flesh, that literally we create, but they're real and they exist and they're not going to go away because we've already agreed to them. They're here. Now, our Lord can become anything that we choose it to. And when you get into Hinduism, you understand there's all these different lords. Krishna is a manifestation of Vishnu. Jesus was a manifestation of the Father. And if you wake up fully and yoke yourself with the divine fully, you can be a manifestation of those entities as well. Those entities, by the way, are energies. Those energies, by the way, are intelligent. And that supreme intelligence or supreme divinity pervades all things in the universe it is love it is death and rebirth it is the cycles that we all go through it is this holy trinity which by the way within the christian tradition we've taken that holy trinity and we don't quite understand what it means but if you dig deeply and esoterically you're going to understand exactly what it means father mother son and you may go no 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 that's not the christian Trinity. Well, actually it is. It's the Christian Gnostic Trinity that's been hidden from you, by the way. That you don't understand because I didn't understand it. But I'm starting to understand it. I'm starting to understand there's a divine love of the mother who wants to restore all things within us. And there's a powerful creator, a masculine creator force that wants to give to us and, and honestly give through us. And allow us to birth the things of it through the power of that mother within. Guys, girls, doesn't matter. This is all esoteric. This is not a gender thing. It's a spiritual thing. What is up, Joey? How are you, my friend? Aisle 4, what is up? How are you doing? Joey says, hello, Cub. Much love. Um, watching from Iowa. Yeah, the Christian Crusades. Like, think about that. You know, it's like our way or the highway, like literally slaughtering millions of people. And everybody's done that throughout history, right? And so I'm here today to tell you, I don't have a religion. My religion literally is love. My religion literally is love. My path is bhakti yoga. 
my path is the yoga of love and devotion. It's the one where I see God in everything. I saw God this weekend in plants and sticks and crystals. The place I stayed had crystals in the ground, all over the ground, guys. Up in northern New Mexico, looking over the entire Santa Fe Valley. And there wasn't a sound up there other than birds, crickets, lizards, and honeybee. You'd love it up there. Oh my gosh. Tyler would love it up there. Missy would love it up there. You guys, these beautiful white quartz crystals were everywhere. I mean, ones that big, all over the ground. And in fact, the owner of the property had, had dug up enough of them and lined the pathway to the house. It was called the Zen house. And I'm going to tell you guys, I didn't turn the TV on this weekend. I didn't turn social media on. I barely looked at my phone. I had less than two hours a day of phone use, and that was from my GPS trying to figure out where I was going. We went and drove up into the National Forest up there and went hiking and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, go look it up on Airbnb. It's called the Zen House in Santa Fe. It's amazing. If you guys actually want to stay there, I'll share a link in our group. It's gorgeous. And it was so quiet. It's right next to a hip camp. And there were campers there, you know, maybe a quarter mile down the road, but we didn't hear anybody. I mean, I just sat out on the lawn and meditated. By the way, get yourself a place where you can meditate and it's second nature. And that's part of what today is about, guys. The fact that we have all of this alien technology around us. And I say alien because it is not native and natural to ourself. You have all the technology you need within your DNA, within your consciousness, within your mind, and within your heart chakra. Guys, we've forgotten all these ancient practices, and we've been told by our church institutions, those are evil, those are not of God, and that is an outright lie that destroys you. Morgan says, finally made it into my first live. What is up? Your podcast has been very eye-opening for me. Thank you so much. Morgan, thank you, my friend. God bless you, and thank you for joining today. So one of the things I came back with after detoxing from tea, and I say detoxing, guys, because it was a purge. I didn't realize over the past five, six, seven years of my life, I built a, a video production company and lost all of that because the market changed. And then I built a marketing company and lost all of that because the market changed in 2020 and held on as long as I could. And now I'm building a spiritual business because I'm done with the BS I'm not here to help people market themselves because if you understand who you are spiritually, you'll never go a day in your life without being able to market yourself. You'll know exactly who you are. You'll know exactly how to represent yourself and exactly how you can help others. You'll become a professional spiritual practitioner. And you may think, oh, I don't want that. I don't. No, no, no. I'm telling you guys, you have healing powers. You have powers to reverse trauma in people's lives. You have power to communicate with others. You have power to bring artwork to the world, creative videos to entertain people, to share your love of life with others. And you can't do it while you're being programmed by this alien technology. And I'm talking about the media. I'm talking about your phone. Just the fact that your phone is on and in your face all the time. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna do my work day from now on and then my phone's off. If you want me, I'm not on social media after 5 o'clock now. 
I'm not going to be in our group after 5 o'clock. I'm not going to be doing anything. It's not that I don't want to serve you guys, but I'm going to serve everything I can during the day, during my work day, and then it's about me. It's about my spirituality. It's about me reading a freaking book, guys. I bought these books this weekend. Okay, The Yoga of Jesus by Yogananda. I'm halfway through this, and it's literally changing my life. Literally understanding who Jesus actually was. And by the way, that the Indian people, they actually understand that Jesus went to India, that he is their prophet too. Not just ours, not, not here in the West, not within the church, not this blood sacrifice person that we've made him into. Thank you, Martin, for the fireworks. God bless you, my brother. But then he was a yogi of the highest order. And where he came, literally from east to west, he was of oriental origin okay and i'm not taking anything i'm not talking about just his race here or anything i'm saying he was from the orient and he brought the orient's metaphysical spirit science to a land that was spiritually dying and yogananda brought that same spiritual science to the west now why am i talking about these books do i think you need to go read this book to understand all this no is it a faster track to it? Absolutely. Because I'm here to tell you everything I've discovered within the Gnostic Bible, within Yogananda's teachings, within A Course in Miracles, within everything that I've been going through. Okay, I've been going through a ton of stuff, like a ton of spiritual training. And guys, it's all thoughts I've had before. Even when I was within the church years ago, I'd have this thought, what if God is actually this? What if I'm actually this? What if I'm actually the son of God? What if I'm actually the child of God? What if I am that Christ entity? Like, what if that's actually within me? No, 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 don't think that, cub. That's prideful. That's prideful. Yeah, beware of the demon gods, the Hindu demon gods. Guys, they're not demons. They're tulpas and egregores. They're mythological creations that exist because we made them, because we have creative power within us. And they're just as real as any other god. If you yoke yourself to them, and if you understand them, and if you find ones that you align with, they are all God, just like you are all God. And the scriptures say ye are gods, and the scriptures cannot be broken. And Jesus himself said that. That's one of the core points that Yogananda makes in the scriptures, is the fact that everything Jesus said was of yogic origin. It came from the Vedas. It came from the Mahabharata. It came from these ancient spirit sciences. Okay, He wasn't plagiarizing or anything. He knew him. He woke up and knew him within himself. Maybe he got some training during his 18 years, and maybe he did go to India. By the way, the Indian people believe that. According to Yogananda's book, they, they absolutely understand that he was there, and that he came and gave back into that place of origin where his understanding came from, because it was within him. He woke up, knew it, and was called to India spiritually. And got deeper training in it and then brought it back to the time and place that was spiritually dying. And guys, that's happening right now and you have the ability to do that. We use our phones all the time so we can check up and see what our friends and family and our exes and our ex-friends and everything are up to. What are they up to? Let's see. I'm telling you guys. I went 72 hours without the TV or Google, or Facebook, or TikTok, or Instagram, or YouTube telling me what to do, think, be. 
And I gave complete authority to the universal consciousness of God, that Christ consciousness, to come in and clear out all of my crap. Okay, I have money blocks, health blocks, relationship blocks, all of this junk within me. And it's been perpetuated because every time I turn on the little black mirror, instead of looking at myself in it and realizing where the answers are, I'm looking at something else. And guys, I want to tell you a secret to what I've been doing here. I've been building an off-platform platform that is not built on social mediums. It's on my website. It's an entire spiritual platform dedicated to training, to community and conversations, to live calls, and to bonuses on my podcast without all the commercials and junk. And if you want more information of that, you can jump over to cubcooker.com and check out the full platform. You can buy one piece of it at a time or you can get the whole bundle and you can get 23% off right now with the code WARRIOR23. W-A-R-R-I-O-R 23. WARRIOR23, all caps. Go check it out. I'm not going to hit it super hard right now. Because you guys that want it, you know. It's there. Go get you some. You love what I'm doing? You're like, dude, this guy is on fire. I want some more of that. I want to be a professional, expert, spiritual practitioner. I'm done playing around. I want to discover my gifts. I want to dig into each spiritual gift, understand mine. I want a community that supports me and gets on calls with me every weekend, with Cub, by the way, and works through all of this stuff. And I want to start now so that I quit looking at social media for answers and I can get a mentor and a guide to help me through all of the stuff. Because that's what I am, guys. I'm a mentor and a guide. That's all I am. I'm not a, a guru or some, you know, whatever. I'm not your salvation. I'm nothing like that. I'm just a guide to the supernatural realms to help you find your authentic gifts, to start using them in a way that absolutely takes your life to the next level absolutely blesses people around you and absolutely starts to reveal and burn through those cycles that you need to, that you know you're blocked with. You know you're blocked with money. You know you're blocked with the relationships. You know you're blocked with loving and forgiving yourself. You know you're blocked with the actual energetic powers within your hands. And I want to help you unblock all of that, guys. And that's exactly what my platform is designed to do. Distraction-free from all the social mediums, you don't have to see your ex on there or anything like that. You get to envelop in that. Your hub is cubcooker.com. You can go there and log in. You can watch videos, interact with the community, get the bonus podcast sessions on there. The whole platform is all-inclusive. And you guys that have already joined, thank you. We're going to be hitting 100 members of that new platform very soon, hopefully this week. So go get you some because the 23% off, once I hit a certain amount of members on there, it ain't going to be 23% off anymore. I got to charge what I'm worth. If you want the free stuff, you get plenty here. But go check it out. Warrior 23. That's how I can keep this thing going here. You guys like the podcast? That's how I keep going. So the Hindu trinity is really, really cool. And it's something that I really had some access to this weekend. Creation, preservation, and destruction. I went through creative thought, and you can apply this to the Christian Trinity easily, by the way, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, like the, the modern Christian one, like the, 
the actual um, orthodox type view, the ma the divine masculine. You you can if you want to. You can also do the Gnostic Christian Trinity and, and apply it to father, mother, child. And what I love about the the uh, Hindu Trinity, by the way, is that you have Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, all male, but then you have a second Trinity, which is really really cool. It's called the uh, Tridevi. And this is the trinity of supreme divinity that is the triad of goddesses. They are either the feminine versions of the Trimurti, which is the masculine trinity, or they are the consorts, uh, consorts of the masculine Trimurti. Um, and so what's really interesting about that is like you literally have these perfect triangles that will lay over each other. Divine Masculine, Divine Feminine, all of this is esoteric in every single belief system if you know where to look, guys. How do you feel about the Gnostic Trinity, Ray asks over on YouTube. Man, I love, love the Gnostic Trinity. Uh, the Gnostic Trinity for me has like literally unlocked a whole lot of this stuff. By the way, the Hindu Trinity I really dig too because you have your Divine Masculine in three and you have your Divine Feminine in three. And it's all there. Because I think there should be representation for both. Why do we have both in the flesh? Because they're spiritual aspects. We're a shadow and type of spiritual entities. Because that's what we are. We are the soul. The soul is in the image of God. Did you know that the Bible is mythological history? It tells you about how our solar system... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, you know, It's all about the astrology of it. It's all about the esoteric... By the way, I'm about to start reading Revelation and going through some of Yogananda's teachings and understanding the second coming of Christ according to Revelation as it is within you, by the way. Because I've always thought that. I got, again, none of this stuff is new to me. It's not like I'm going, wow, this is a brand new thought. And I'm not saying that I'm some amazing prophet guy. I'm just telling you. When you're on the spiritual path, you find that you're in agreement with these masters. Because these masters were on the spiritual path and they contacted the divine within. And they yoked themselves and they spent their whole life seeking that. That's what I've done, guys. I've never been able to keep a job more than a few years. This is the only job that I will keep more than a few years because it's literally what I'm on this planet to do. Miss Universe says the Christ in me. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. So when I talk about this stuff from first person like I know it, it's because I know it. I've already known it, okay? I just never had authority to put two and two together. I would start to and then my programming or doctrine or my religion or whatever would tell me, no, that's blasphemous, that's heresy, careful with that. You shall have no other gods besides... Guys, that's one God. That's one egoic God of the flesh because the flesh never wants you to have another God. When you get in the mind and you get in the spirit, you realize there's billions of gods, billions of manifestations of divine, and that you're the manifestation of the divine. Ye are gods and the scriptures cannot be broken. Jesus, Krishna, Buddha all came to tell us the exact same thing. The path is within. The kingdom of God is within you. The book of Revelation is esoteric, not literal. If we see it happen literally, it's going to be an extraterrestrial prophecy, not an esoteric one. The esoteric one has already happened within me and you, by the way. 
Morgan says, I have a hard time reading the Bible. Keep dozing off before I get to the good parts. That's easy to do. Absolutely. Twisted says, uh, Twisted Sinner says the tie-dye shirt says a lot. Doesn't it, though? Doesn't it? Guys, I wear this as a flag and a badge of honor. Okay? This is the rebellion. The OG rebellion. I wear cotton. I wear natural things. Okay? I've quit wearing things like like lycra and all that. I don't know. I don't even know how to say them all. Poly whatever. I'm done with that crap. I wear cotton. I got cotton shorts on. I have a cotton shirt on. I'm learning about crystals and stuff. By the way, I don't even do leather anymore. I've got a friend that does leather work. And I'm about to ask him to do some stuff for me that's made out of hemp. Because I understand the vibration of things. And I understand there's a vibration of death that I don't really want on my body. The shoes I'm wearing, they are canvas with foam soles. And trust me, I'm looking for some shoes that have some natural soles and some grounding capabilities. I would love to partner with a company that's doing that. By the way, what is this stream of consciousness? Who is this insane guy on social media is right here? I'm just a guy who went to the mountains this weekend and met God. And how did I meet God? Did he come down in a spaceship to me in a, in a revelatory vision? No. I met him in the quiet. I met him in this silent space that I forgot was there. And I forgot it was there because I'm supposed to forget it was there. I forgot it was there because every time I turn on social media, there's a bunch of BS going on. Everybody's trying to do this or starting that. You got the new babies or the new puppies or the new whatever. You got this going on in this country. You got the... It's madness, guys. It's literally like going, change a channel, 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 change a channel. You guys know what that does to your mind? It's literally a frequency that short circuits your ability to think clearly. And the clear mind is where God will rest. If you want to learn how to do that exactly, go check out my platform. If you're tired of playing around, I'm tired of playing around too. I'm going to push everybody to my platform. That's why I made it. I can help you, but I can't help you if you can't go over there and say, I'm done. I'm ready to turn off the noise. I'm ready to go within myself. I want to start learning these ancient traditions. I want to start learning about how I manifest. I want to learn about the God source. I want to learn about my spiritual gifts. I want to learn about yoga and meditation. I want to learn all of the spirit sciences over there and become an expert spiritual practitioner. That's what I'm here for, guys. And my channel is going to lean a lot more towards that, too. We're going to do all the cool stuff, all the mythology, all the paranormal and the woo-woo and stuff. But ultimately, yeah, Martin, absolutely, brother. Build the temple in silence. Dude, absolutely. This place I stayed this weekend had literally a Zen garden right outside the front door, surrounded by crystals. It had a little, the little Kubota little house and the little Buddha frogs. I'm telling you guys, before I left that house, I stopped and I did what any any modern evangelical white American Christian would just shudder at. And I stopped and I bowed in honor and love and reverence. And I said, thank you, space. Thank you, house. 
Thank you, garden. Thank you, God. Because I want to tell you guys something, and this will screw you up for life. So if you don't want to be screwed up for life, leave the channel right now. But here it is. It's all God. It's all God. And I can prove that by going to the ancient Vedic scriptures and looking at Brahma, the creator. All the good things, all the things that are created, all the love and beauty and the creative force and the renewing and the abundance is all Brahma, the creator. Go train. Let's hear that train even louder. I'm going to start using the train here, guys. Whenever the train happens, that's when we're, that's the train. That's the truth being dropped right there. We're going to drop truth while the train happens. The horn of truth is what we're going to call it now. I'm going to get a new house soon, by the way. I have no freaking clue how, but I have absolute faith that my Lord, my God, my Creator is going to bring me a freaking miracle. And I think by the end of the summer, I'm going to be moved just like I was when I got my dream house that I had to give up. I truly believe that I'm going to get to move and move you guys to a space with me where we have a bigger studio, a nicely dedicated space in my house. I can hire an assistant again and we can pump this stuff up to the next level. It's the soul train, Shelly says. That's what's up. Absolutely. I can't see reels if you drop them in here, guys. They don't let reels get dropped on the live. Gretchen says, everything is God. God is love. Uh, all the ugly things man does to one another has nothing to do with God and the Creator. Actually, it does. I'm going to teach you exactly how it does. When you get two people in a marriage and they both screw each other and they get a divorce, that's God. How's that God? Because they chose what to do with God. God is neutral. Out of love... They did those things to each other. By the way, every horrible thing on the planet is done out of ignorance, out of passion, or out of the good. And the good you can call love, by the way. Patty says, do you ever think about going on tour and live conferences? Yeah, it's going to happen. As soon as I get asked, it's happening. I'm going. I've got some, some numbers and some goals that I want to hit with this channel first. But if somebody asks me tomorrow, I'm there. I'm going to let that universe bring it to me. So I want to talk about, yeah, Priscilla, I do have a YouTube channel. Everything's at Cub Cooker, at C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R or CubCooker.com. All of my socials are right there at the top. Beware, there's a crap ton of copycat accounts. People love, people love to create fake accounts for what I'm doing. I don't know why. I never thought that I was that attractive of a guy to... I'm not talking about physically. I just mean like I didn't think that what we we're doing here was that important that we would literally have. There's literally been hundreds of fake accounts created in my name. But you guys know the real one because I stream on it. And it's connected to my website. And the only website is cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Yeah, click on my profile picture, Priscilla, and then go to the about section and it's all there. You can also, um, if you're on any other platform, click on my profile picture, go to my bio. It's the little link in bio thing. That's where everything is. So, um, yeah, I'll talk about that undoctrinated. We should rebuild and activate pyramids. Any thoughts on this? Okay, so let me finish my thought about it's all God. 
So it's all God in the divine triad or trinity. Okay, father, mother, child. The child gets to choose. The child has free will, by the way, to choose what to do with the receipt of the divine and the power of the creator. And even when people are horrible to each other, it's all God somehow. What, how, how can God use all things in the favor of those who love him if it's not all God? He has authority with all things. Even when you're an idiot or an a-hole or whatever, and I mean me too, and you do th things that are stupid, or we all have our, our growing up to do, right? We're all just completely unbridled in our 20s. Then you get into your 30s and you're still beating your head against the wall trying to get away from the patterns you've created in your 20s. And here you are, here I am in my late 30s going, I'm really glad I didn't kill myself. Literally tried to kill myself. Literally wanted to. Literally hated who I was. Literally didn't like anyone else. Literally I'm healing from all these horrible thoughts and timelines and everything. And if you had known me when, you'd be like, oh, you've got great potential. He's a happy guy. He's a good guy, you know. And that's great. But I'm telling you, internally, there was a war going on. And I'm here now to teach you how to win the war. That's what I do. I'm your guide to teach you how to win the war. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through me. He's talking about the Christ consciousness, by the way. He's talking about the path that he's laying out because he is a yogi and every yogi whether it's me or someone else whatever you want to consider me every guide every mentor is laying out a path to God now the Christian church has made it into you just walk down to the altar and you accept Jesus and your life's gonna be better and then when you have real questions they tell you we'll just read your Bible we'll just trust God we'll just whatever but I'm here to give you the real spirit sciences behind it. I'm here to give you the real understanding so that you can dig within, so that you can contact God on a regular basis. And I'm not talking about through wordy prayers. I'm talking about through spiritual practice. Where you get downloads, you get aha moments, you have your own revelations. You have your own moments of channeling energy and understanding that the power of the universe courses through your body. You guys feel that? You want to cast spells, just do it. You don't need all the things. You are the spell. You are spelling. You are creating. You are channeling energy right now. I am too. And I just channeled a whole lot of good vibes to you guys. Loving, healing, restoring, guiding, and calling you to me. Those who hear. Those who see. And those who are ready to take the next step in your spiritual walk and take it serious. Maybe it's always been the most important thing to you, but you've never taken actual steps towards it. Like Reiki or Reiki. Yeah, absolutely. Gratitude to you, Missy B says. So I worked on channeling energies this weekend and I realized the ultimate channeling of energy is not just using your hands like this and creating energetic projections that start in your mind then you feel them then you see them then you can share them or you can take them within but I did the ultimate work which was 
literally just being in a space that was unplugged, free of all these weird frequencies. And I'm not talking about 5G and all that stuff, guys. I'm talking about the frequency of flip, 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 channel, 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 voice, 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 spell, 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 um, 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 um. Let's turn it into that. The only way to turn it into that, stop swiping, turn it off. Read a book. And I'm not just talking about your Bible, guys. You can read your Bible if you want, but the Bible's got a lot of older mythologies that if you don't understand all of mythology, you're not going to get it together. So I love this one, Yogananda. I bought the Gnostic Bible this weekend. I'm going to have all of these on my website, by the way. Guys, let me tell you, this Gnostic Bible has everything from the Gospel of Thomas to the Apocalypse of Adam, the secret book of John. This has some of the weirdest stuff I've never heard in my life. The exogenesis of the soul. Oh, we're getting deep, guys. We're about to learn. We're about to grow. The Gospel of Philip. Guys, and look at this. It's it's a new Bible. I've got my Bible. Oh, that's not the real Bible. Yes, it is. It's all the Bible, guys. It's all God. Also, I bought Zachariah Sitchin, the Lost Book of Enki. We're about to learn about the prophecy of Enki. We're about to learn about his love and light. About to learn how he attaches to Jesus himself. What are all these extraterrestrial races? Why are they here? Did we create them? What are they for? How do we fit into that picture? Remember, ye are gods. Dylan says, can you please explain exactly what and who Jesus was? Jesus was an avatar, okay? An avatar of the supreme being every once in a while someone who wakes up fully and burns through their karmic cycles enough they can be imbued as the perfect man or woman the Christ man or woman or the Buddha the awakened man Krishna was an avatar Jesus is an avatar And we can go through these entities, through their teachings. There's many, 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 many different gurus. But there's very few avatars. And, and even Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita, he says, whenever humanity gets out of order, whenever they forget how to seek God, they forget the sciences of how to seek God, I will incarnate and remind them and clearly lay out the path. By the way, that's from the Bhagavad Gita. I'm paraphrasing, but go read it. It's in there. It's freaking amazing. It's beautiful. And then you go, oh yeah, that's Jesus. Okay, cool. But the church won't tell you that because they want you to flip, 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 flip through the Bible, through social media, through dating apps, through whatever, because it's all part of it. It's all the thing. It's all the thing. I don't know where NS is, Daniel. I'm sorry. Uh, the Gnostic Bible. Uh, Gnostic don't agree very often. Ha, ha, ha. 
That's just a title. We don't have a Bible. That's true. That's true, Quantum Christ. I do like that this is called the Gnostic Bible because it's literally all of the Gnostic scriptures, everything from the Nag Hammadi as well as some other um, kind of obscure texts and stuff that have been found through history. It's all in one. And it's, it's probably the most comprehensive book I've found with Gnostic scripture. Um, I went to this bookshop over the weekend. Uh, maybe, maybe I could partner with them in the future and get rid of the whole Amazon thing. I'm tired of Amazon. They don't pay worth... Anyway, I won't get into that. Um, but, you know, I, I do have my Amazon shop and I want to add these to Amazon so you guys can find them easily. But at the end of the day, I'd love to partner with like a real bookshop that can help you guys order stuff and deal with you personally and work work together like that. So um, that's something I'll be looking into. I may even call this place and just let them know what I do. Um, I'll share the name later if, if we can work something out, but I loved it. And I'm, I'm personally gonna be shopping there. It's in New Mexico, uh, in Santa Fe. And I gotta tell you guys, they, they had thousands and thousands and thousands of books. Like there's literally an entire house dedicated to nothing but shelves upon shelves of brand new books, everything from Wicca, to spirituality, to ufology. They had Buddhist, Hindu, Christian, Gnostic, Muslim, all kinds of weird, obscure things that I've never heard of. Then they had things broken down by teachers or masters. They had a Yogananda shelf, and I mean a shelf, like a four foot wide shelf, two of them actually, two four foot wide shelves with nothing but Yogananda books on it. Like, what? Yeah, I, I literally spent like 30 minutes at a time. I went there twice and left my wife and dogs in the car. And so the only reason I didn't spend like four hours at a time in there um, was because I had a wife and dogs in the car. So, But I'm going back to Santa Fe soon and we're not taking the dogs this time. So uh, hopefully I can just spend a whole lot more time in there and pick up a bigger backlog of books because I've got this bookshelf behind me. You can't see it. And it's maybe maybe 25% full and I really want to get it filled out. And then when I get my new studio, we're going to have like a dedicated library section. It's just going to be all my books. And, uh, these are not fiction books, guys. These are, these are real, the real thing, you know, real experiences. Um, and I'm going to write more books too, as we, as we go down the line, you know, right now my books are all, they're all on my website. They're all, um, built into courses and communities and podcasts. This is a book that I'm writing right now. I'm writing a book as I speak. What's up from New Zealand? Thank you for being here. Is an avatar greater than Enki? Okay, Dylan, great question. That's something I'm learning. Um, you know, Enki, um, from what I understand, is a highly evolved and ascended being. He is literally from a different planet, different um you know ethos than we are whatever you want to consider it and he's got a lot of technology by the way there's a truth train going on right now um or the soul train yeah so um but you know you might even consider that um he could be the one that's incarnate because to me he's the lucifer character he's the light bearer he's the christ he's that like the literal entity that um, is already within us and then is manifest. By the way, I think that Enki and Jesus and Krishna and Buddha could all be the exact same. They're literally manifesting from man from the same exact place of truth and they enter into time and space through the quantum based on our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions in serving it. 
And one of the, the quotes that I read this weekend, I literally can't even remember who it was from, but that if like every book in the world was burned, every uh, ounce of memory from humanity was just wiped overnight, and we were just put back into a matrix construct to blind us fully, because we have this weird duality now where people are awake, but they still serve the system. Like it's this weird thing. Now, again, that's why Jesus like called us to be in the world, not of the world type thing, right? Like we have this balance and duality, the yin and yang of I'm a spiritual entity, but I still sweep the floor. I still take care of my duties. Like that's the highest path of a yogi, not to just be a renunciate from everyday life, but to be able to deal with the day to day, but make your spiritual prowess the most important thing. To turn off the phone. You do the chores, but you go on the hike, you go on the spiritual journey. You invest in things like books, like spiritual books, like spiritual knowledge and self-practice that are important. And so for me, it's all the same entity. It's the good from within. And if we forgot everything tomorrow, humanity would rebirth because you can't take away the program of the Luciferian energy within, the Christ energy within, the Buddha energy within, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of different constructs that call it different things. I just have the weird ability and I always have to see it all as one to like to see that like this character is the same as this character they're all archetypes of things that we might like to be like in completely different ways that is a quote from Neko and medicine for the people if you haven't listened to Neko bear um, I listened to a lot of him this weekend beautiful Native American like hip-hoppy kind of cool um, hip-hop folk kind of music really really cool stuff so I did a lot of the, the Hindu stuff and Buddhist stuff and Gnostic stuff this weekend. And then I got into a place of uh, about the last day that I was there. I was only there a couple of days. But I think it was actually yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday when I was getting ready to drive home. It was Saturday. I'm trying to remember. Because by the way, when you don't have a clock and you're not looking at your phone all the time, I'm going to tell you another hack to that, which is really cool. But I got really into the Native American spirituality side of things. And what do I mean by that? Because like, I saw crows everywhere. There's crows everywhere. And I'm like, and I kept calling them black eagles. And my wife's like, oh, crows. Crows are creepy. They're dirty. And I'm like, no, no, they're beautiful. They're brilliant, brilliant creatures. They can literally find food in the desert. They can find life anywhere. They're opportunistic. They'll take whatever they're given and they'll turn it into a life source. Also, they know how to look for shiny things. They know exactly what they're looking for. They find the treasure in everything. And you, you can learn about all the different omens and stuff of them. But they were everywhere, by the way. And they're huge. I literally, I call them black eagles. They're amazing. Crows are a sign of the new beginning and wealth. Beautiful, honeybee. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Um, that's awesome. Because that's exactly what I went on this trip for. I'm ready for my new beginning. I was ready to burn karmic cycles. I'm ready to step into my abundance. I'm ready to figure out who I am. I think I know who I am and I'm afraid to be that. And I burned through a lot of stuff this weekend with this Shiva energy that was holding me back. And I'm ready to be a spiritual mentor now. I'm ready to be your guide to the supernatural. That's what I'm here for. And I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to dig deep. And I'm w willing to share my intuitive voice 
to give you the answers that you're looking for. But I'm always going to point you back within you, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to do it yourself. I'm not just here to hold your hand and walk you to the finish line. I'm here to train you so you can go run your race and help others run theirs. Because that's how we win, guys. That's the ultimate battle. That's why you guys that are in my course, that's why I call you my warriors. Because you know exactly how to win the battle within. And you know that nothing else matters. Everything is a reflection of the battle within. I had one of my best friends in the world send me a really shitty string of texts. And if he watches this, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Instead of calling me and having a real conversation, she tries to tell me that I've left the faith, I don't like Jesus anymore, so sad what's happened to me, blah, blah, blah. And I made that opportunity because I was thinking about him and I said something about him. And then the next day he sends me that text. And I never responded, by the way. Because I don't have to. I'm not going to acknowledge that energy. I'm just going to love that. And I've actually struggled with that for the past few months. And now I've gotten to a place as I went on this trip this weekend. And I say trip because it was a trip, guys. No drugs involved. It was just a trip of the mind. It's like I tripped over the silence. I tripped over the unity with nature. I tripped over the thoughts within myself. And I tripped over the cell phone, the iPad, the computer, the media, the TV not being there for me. I had nothing to prop me up. There's no tarot reader to tell me what's going to come. There's no one saying a positive prayer over me. There's nothing but the voice within. And I looked at this tapestry on the wall that was hanging by the bed that in this place and it looked like kind of a watercolor tapestry loosely resembled like a tree with ripples in a pond but it had been sun faded for years so you couldn't really tell what the image was and I just remember laying there in the absolute silence and the ceiling fan was blowing on it and the sunlight was streaming in and I had taken my glasses off and everything was a blur and I just breathed and I watched it and I just felt love I felt love. There was no noise. And without the noise, all we are is love. Without the noise, we make good decisions. We love others. Spoke with a homeless man this weekend and gave him some money. I start giving money to homeless people, by the way. I don't care. I don't even care if I feel called to do it. I'm just like, if I, if I can get to them and I'm not like in traffic where I have to run across traffic... I'm going to go have a conversation. I'm going to give them some money, bottle of water, food if I can, whatever that is. If they take away physical money, I'm going to start carrying packets in my car, brown bags with peanut butter crackers, bottle of water. I'm going to give them a tract. I'm going to write a tract about the universal God and give this out to people. We're going to do this, by the way. We're going to have a foundation one day. We're going to do all of this altruistic work in the world. Like, it's going to happen. I'm doing it now, like me, myself, and I. But we're going to scale all of this. That's just me, by the way. You have a different calling and a different path. I was in New Mexico, Ryan, by the way. Sorry, uh, New Mexico. Uh, up in Santa Fe. So the reason I have Shiva behind me today, if you're watching, you're watching on Facebook or TikTok right now, YouTube doesn't do the green screen. 
But if these get more views, and I think they will, I'm going to start redistributing over to YouTube with the recording instead of the live. i got to do what I can to get this message out there, guys. But Shiva is behind me right now because that's some of the energy that I used this weekend. God's going to give you the Lord that you need, by the way. A Lord is a manifestation of what you need God to be. It's There's three truths about God. God is first the creator, the sustainer or preserver, and the destroyer. And by the way, that destroyer is completely misunderstood. Cool Daniel says, keep the live on YouTube. Okay, I will, my friend. I will. Thank you. Thank you. That's good to know. Good to know. Yeah, we got more people watching, a handful of people watching on YouTube now. So that's that's good to know, and I'll keep that going um, to make sure that we get it get the message out there. I do wish YouTube would add the green screen, but um, you know, this destroyer energy is something that we need, guys. It doesn't mean that we go out and destroy. It means we wage the war within, and any of these timelines within us, any of these karmic cycles that we need to burn through. One of the quotes from Yogananda in this book is he said something to the effect of the seeds of karma cannot root in the fiery purification of wisdom. And that's what I'm talking about, the Shiva energy. I had horrible negative thoughts about myself, my finances, my relationships, my karma, blocks that I thought I had this weekend. I watched one of my, I'll call it an idol or a tulpa or a creation of an enemy, a god, an energy, a demon. I watched that demon wriggle and melt this weekend in my mind because I realized the key to defeating that demon and it literally was love. And I'm not talking about thinking love. I'm talking about thinking it and feeling it and taking action on it. I literally felt and projected love and washed this relationship I've had with this demon my whole life. I washed it in love and I forgave it and I set it free. That's a weird place to be, guys. That's a weird place to be. Um... Cool, Daniel says, your background is relaxing, neat, and minimalistic. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Um, somebody else said, oh, come on. YouTube doesn't leave the comments up. I wish they would. Um, let's see. Just beginning to learn about the Gnostics. I got you, Ray. Um, yeah, so like the Gnostics, by the way, are like the OG Christians, like... There's a lot of evidence, too, that the disciples really were like more of the Gnostic tradition. They knew these, these deep esoteric things that Jesus was teaching. And I want to talk about this because you're going to be asked, if you get on the spiritual path, well, who do you think Jesus was? Who do you think that? Like, blah, blah, blah. You're going to be asked all these things. And I've gotten to a place where I can answer this a whole lot more confidently from my heart chakra, by the way. In Logion 13 of the Gospel of Thomas, Jesus said to his disciples, compare me to someone and tell me whom I am like. Simon Peter said to him, now why did Jesus say that? Compare me to someone, by the way. Because we all need archetypes, okay? We all need archetypes. You know somebody that's every archetype. You know a millionaire. You know a sinner. 
You know someone who's fearful all the time. You know someone who's chronically ill. You know someone who nothing bad can happen to them. They could walk into a casino and they would just give them money. And by the way, you can pick any of those archetypes any day to live in the frequency of. That's why the Christ archetype is so important. That's why Christ is so important. Not the, the person, but the stories, the mythologies. Did it really happen? Yeah, sure, absolutely. But we need the archetype so that we can manifest through that energy within the Lord. That's why Jesus is Lord. Krishna is Lord. Some people have even called Buddha Lord, though he didn't want that at all. Angel Appleseed says, it's true, my wallpaper is, I have no idea how to say that. N-E-Z-A-H-U-A-C-O-Y-O-T-L. Nezakoitl, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, to aspire in life. Yeah, that's why you put your guru on your wall. You put the picture of your guru on your wall. You put the picture of your Lord on the wall. That's why I've got a Buddha and a Krishna statue and a Jesus statue, a Yogi Jesus statue that I'm going to be putting up. I haven't found the Yogi Jesus statue yet. I might have to commission that. That might be in my new Zen Garden studio that I'm going to build. I don't know. But I'm going to have it. Because I don't want to forget, guys. I don't want to get back to the old me. The old me that was completely asleep. That had moments of lucidity and realizing this is a dream. I can do whatever I want. And by the way, that should be good. By the way, that should represent God because I see God in all. When I was a kid, I used to take sticks from the wilderness or little rocks and stuff. And I put them in my window when I got home. I had all this junk in my window. Because it's like, I got to take a piece of everything with me. I don't want to forget. Don't forget. And that's why we have these things, okay? They're not evil. They're not calling forth bad energies. That is an outright bald lie from the pits of hell to channel my inner Baptist to tell you that a little statue of Shiva or Buddha or Krishna or Jesus or whatever is an idol. Because you've got way bigger idols than that. Let me tell you right now. You're looking at one right now. I'm not talking about the stream. I'm talking about your phone. I'm talking about the whole, everything you think you know is all an idol. You step away from that and you say, who is Jesus like? Simon Peter says, you're like a righteous angel. Interesting, Peter compared him to an angel. There's a couple of fallen angels that are big characters that he might be like, okay? And we've all done that. He's the fallen star seed, came to earth to remind us of who we are, come against all the evils of the world. Matthew said, you're like a wise philosopher. I've said that on this channel too. He's the highest yogi. He's, he's the, the wisest dude ever. You want to sit in his corner at the party, right? Thomas said to him, Master, my mouth is wholly incapable of saying whom you are like. Jesus said, I am not your master then. Because you have drunk and become intoxicated from the bubbling spring which is measured out for you. And he took him and withdrew and told him three things. When Thomas returned to his companions, he asked, they asked him, What did Jesus say to you? Thomas said to them, If I tell you even one of the things which he told me, you would pick up stones and throw them at me and fire would come out of the stones and burn you up. I'm going to decode that, by the way. I've heard some people explain it, but I don't think anybody's like hit the nail on the head yet. 
That's a really poor allegory concerning Jesus, by the way. I didn't mean it to sound that way. There's the truth train. Ladies and gentlemen, it's truth o'clock. There's the truth train. But my question for you is, is have we drunk and become intoxicated by the bubbling spring of life, okay? Not the doctrine, not the dogma. Throw away all your books, throw away your Bible, get rid of it all. Where's the truth? Where's the truth? The truth meets you in the clearing of a forest. And I was up in New Mexico this weekend and we were hiking on a trail. We just found a pretty place to hike. It wasn't even marked. We just went out, followed this little little trail up the mountain for about a mile till I couldn't breathe anymore because it went straight up. My dogs were going, what are you doing to me? We found this beautiful little clearing and it literally looked like the place where a spaceship would land. It was a round clearing, literally like out of a movie where a UFO would land and meet with someone. And I got to this spot and I was standing in the sun and I breathed. And I said, Lord, show me yourself. Show me your truth. Show me who you are. Come to me. I need you. And at that moment, I heard a squirrel chitter and a pine cone fell out of the tree next to me and landed just a few feet away. And I mean, it fell, it went like it was like, listen, here's your answer. Where am I? I'm not coming in the spaceship in this field over here. I'm right there in that pine cone. I'm in the seed. I am the absolute unlimited potential to grow anywhere in anything, in any situation, to find truth in all, love in all, and to see that the Lord is all. And however we need it to manifest at that time, he's totally cool doing that. He can manifest as Shiva and burn through that karma, burn through those limiting beliefs, burn through your financial problems, your relation problems, burn through your thoughts about yourself, Burn through your very thoughts about God and who and what and how it is or they are or it is. It can manifest as Brahma, the divine creator. Vishnu, the lord of the universe, the preserver, holding all things together, the glue, the metaphysical glue and all. Sometimes we just need to be preserved. Sometimes we just need to take a break and preserve what we have, remember it, be in it, and allow it to be held together and preserved. And sometimes we need to create. It's time to take action and create into the thing. We're not bound by the sun, the moon, and the stars, but we can wield the energy of them. And the person perpetually connected to all manifestations of God as the purveyor of all things, in and through all things, the person that's fully yoked to God through love. You don't have to know the star chart. You feel, I gotta, I gotta make a move now. I gotta, I gotta do this thing. I gotta write the book. I gotta create. I gotta preserve right now. I gotta go within. I need to go on a hike. I need to just chill. I just need to be. 
I got to wage war within right now. I got to get rid of this crap. I got to stop thinking that. I've got to get out of limiting beliefs. Abundance is here for me right now. And the only block between that is me, myself, and I. And I'm telling you guys, that's all God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Father, Mother, Child, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. And all the other threefold manifestations, by the way. Three is a magic number, my friend. Learn to balance three within. Learn to make God one. Learn to yoke yourself to him. My path is through the heart seat, bhakti yoga, what Jesus taught, by the way. There's other paths of yoga. There's Kriya Yoga, which takes all the different paths and combines them. Maybe one day I'll fully grasp that. But for now, my natural state, like where I want to go, is my heart. I live from my heart, not from passions. I used to think that that was the same thing. But now my heart is that compass, that guide, that burning light in the darkness that I need to move forward. And you have it too. I love you guys, by the way. This has been the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Please like, comment, and subscribe. I'm going to uh, see if there's a couple of questions, by the way, real quick. And then I will jump out and go have some lunch. Priscilla says, have a good day, everyone. Thank you, Priscilla. Um, Chris says, I appreciate this. Thank you, Chris, for being here. Thank you, Howard, for being here. Mandy, thank you guys over here on YouTube. I appreciate you all. Thanks for the chat today. Um, I'll keep streaming on everything just so you guys have access to this. Uh, undoctrinated. Great. Yeah. Pyramids. Should we rebuild the pyramids and reactivate them? Um, great question. I think we're at a new stage in human evolution. And I think that we need to spend more time developing the self. And remembering the ways of the yogis and the masters and the gurus. Guys, we see it in movies. You see it in Marvel movies. Like, I mean, go look at like Doctor Strange. Like his whole thing started while he was tripping out in Tibet. And then all his powers were unlocked. And then in one of the newer movies, we see that he used, spoiler alert, he used that and yoked it with darkness. Did some deep necromagic, not some good stuff. He made some choices once he unlocked that power and it really has taken him down a weird path. He's got his third eye open, but he's seeing things that he may not, he not he's not able to unsee them, right? Angel Appleseed loved the Doctor Strange symbolism, absolutely. Let's see, Brandon says, yeah, um, I can only speak my perception uh, on the matters, but it seems like everybody is going through some blank. Some S blank, blank, blank. Absolutely. Yeah, we're all going through something, right? That's why we need God, okay? I'm not telling you you need the Christian God or you need the Jewish God or you need the Hindu God. I'm telling you we need God, the all-pervading, the creator, the sustainer, and the renewer or destroyer, whatever you want to call it. It's a cycle. God is a cycle, an infinite loop, that infinity loop. Create, preserve, destroy. Create, preserve, destroy. By the way, that should be happening within you every single day when you really yoke yourself to God, to universal God. 
not alien God, not God of the flesh, not cultural God, but God of truth. You're going to find yourself in those cycles every, every day. Look up the cosmic egg theory. Yeah, that one's pretty good. We'll talk, I'll do a whole episode on that. Uh, Kurtzog did a great episode on that. So, that cycle can happen, by the way. And when you can make that cycle happen in, the, in a moment, in a flash, that's when ye are gods. That's when ye are gods. And I'll talk more about that on the next one. Gateway protocol, absolutely. Yeah. You know, all these things are different protocols to get there. And part of what I teach is the path on how to get there. But once you get there, it's literally your responsibility. You'll experience a flash of that divine. It's your responsibility to encode that so deeply in yourself that in any moment, any situation, you can immediately flash between create, preserve, destroy. Create, preserve, destroy. That's within you, by the way. I'm not telling you to destroy anything. And I'm not telling you to go create something you shouldn't create. I'm telling you, make that happen within you. Alchemy is within when you can make that happen, it happens in a micro, nano, a tiny, the, in, 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 what is it, infinitesimal second. That's the quantum. You become the quantum Christ. Become the quantum Christ, wield God within you through good, and nobody can stop you. Quantum Christ says, really, it really is. I saw the process during my revelation. It's utterly beautiful. I forgot about your name, man. Um, but I had to, I had to say that. You, you really do. You become the quantum Christ. That's the whole point of all of this. It is the quantum consciousness where you see all things. You see the process of creating, preserving, and destroying. And it happens as fuel. And it's just... And it starts to build that energy within you. And you channel that energy into the world. You heal, you heal others. You help others. You can go anywhere. It's the blink of an eye. Absolutely. As lightning passes from east to the west, Jesus says, so is the coming of the Son of Man. It's a blink of an eye. It's an instant. Become the quantum magician. The quantum Christ. Become ye our gods. Turn off your dang phones. Keep watching me. You know when I'm live. 11 a.m. Central Standard Time every single day. We're going to one podcast a day for a while, by the way. A lot of you guys have commented, Hey, I can't keep up with your podcast, Cub. So I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to keep up with them. If you don't get to listen, I'm going to make sure that this is shared and reminded. And then I'm going to do more short videos that talk about exactly what I'm doing on the podcast. So I'm going to talk through all of this again on a three-minute video, a 90-second video, a couple of 60-second videos. Those are going to be distributed this afternoon so that I'm communicating with you guys everywhere I need to. Messiah will come from the East? Absolutely. He did, right? Think about it. Jesus... He came from the east to the west, back to Jerusalem. Came from India. Came back to his time there. Then he came from, then you got Yogananda coming out of India, comes to the U.S. Like It's always coming from there. What What is the origin of civilization? What is the tens of thousands of years old mythologies coming out of the Hindu traditions? 
I'm not saying Hinduism is the way. I don't even think Hinduism is saying Hinduism is the way. I'm sure there's some of them that believe that, but but for me, it's all God. And I'm getting we're in quantum realm now, guys. We can adopt the quantum religion, the quantum consciousness, the religion of love, an immediate creation through the thoughts, the emotions, and the actions of the self that create literal spiritual energies, little sprites, little around us that call to us everything we need. I've called a lot of you guys with this podcast. From this one podcast, we will have dozens of people join today. Join the new platform, Cub Cooker Supernatural platform. Go check it out. You can get one piece of it at a time. Try a little piece of it. You can join the community. You can join the course. Or you can get the bundle and go all in. And I'm not just saying that to, so I can make money, so I can go sit on a beach somewhere. Every vacation I take is a spiritual journey. I wouldn't drink a mimosas this weekend. I was meditating in a garden. I was looking at the vista. I was in deep contemplation. I can't help it. Doesn't matter how much money I have in my life. My vacations are always going to be spiritual. And I'm always going to bring back a lot of firepower spiritually from them. And here I am. Here I am. So I love you guys. Go get you some. Cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. You like what I'm doing here? Wait till you take my course. Wait till you get in our community. Wait till you go all in and you get it all. And you got a hub to go to every single day. And you can say, oh, enough with the socials. I'm going to go join my family, my soul tribe. I'm going to go train to be a warrior, a spiritual warrior with Cub. I'm going to get the extras on the podcast. I'm about to record the extras for this. Because these platforms are always going to throw ads on my stuff. They're always going to, you're always going to see somebody else's. You're always going to see the news feed right after you see me. Or worst of all, they don't even show you my video. And then you, you go, where have you been? I haven't even heard about you. Well, the only way to make sure you see me every day Go grab you a spot on my platform. Start training with me. Start engaging in the community. Make sure that you have that locked in for this year. You can buy it anytime you want, but I'm giving you a ton of savings right now, 23% off. And going forward, once we hit our the numbers that I want, in the next month, probably the next month or two, those savings are going away and it's going to be charging what it's worth. It's still underpriced, even at full price. I promise you that. I don't overprice anything. I underprice things. Even at full price, you're getting a deal. And I can say that because I'm confident, because you don't know what I went through to put those trainings out. You don't know what I went through to build this community. You don't know all of the failings I had. You don't know all the suffering I had. You don't know all the triumphs and revelations and deep seeking and anxieties and everything I went through to come to these understandings, to bring them straight to you, unadulterated, no ads, none of the BS, none of the social medias, to put it on that platform. That's my process, and that's what I realized this weekend. That's what I'm here to do. That's life's work right there, guys. And that ain't even what I have in my head. We're going to be doing some insane things in the future. 
conferences, our own network on actual television. It's coming. Because I say it is. I love you all. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Take what I said. If you didn't catch this whole episode, go back and listen to it. That's why I'm going to one a day. Because I want to make sure you hear the point in each one of these that they're poignant enough to stand alone one a day. Monday through Friday I'm doing these. Then Saturdays is the call with our community. You can join that on the website. Sundays, I'm going to take off. You got church on Sunday. Go to church on Sunday. Or go on a hike and turn your phone off. I love you all. I'm reading the energy of the room here. Thank you guys. Find the God in all. I love you. Have a beautiful afternoon. Peace.